40 Days for Life has been gathering twice a year to stand vigil in front of clinics where abortions are done. Mater Day Radio, we have been with him throughout all of it. Well, the fall campaign 2023 is getting close. And joining me today is Teresa Rusink, telling us all of the details of events coming up. Good morning, Teresa. Thank you so much once again for joining me on the Morning Blend. Good morning, Brenda. Uh, as you mentioned, this will be our 31st campaign. And, and Mater Day has interviewed us for these many of these twice-a-year campaigns, and we're really, really grateful for that. We are grateful to be able to partner with you, Teresa. It's been wonderful to get to know you over the years. You and I have had many years to talk about what you all do and the lives that you save during the 40 Days for Life campaigns. Teresa, for how many years have you been a part of the vigils? I've been a part for 15 years, going on 15 years now. So that means, well, about in 15 years with two campaigns a year, that might be your 30th campaign coming up. And so much has changed. We've had victories and setbacks, and yet you're always there to continue the fight. Now, this year, you're having to deal with House Bill 2002. Remind our listeners what that's about and how that's going to affect this year's campaign. It is a, uh, we're going to address this issue also at the opening event, but it's, it's a, addresses people standing outside and offering help to people at abortion facilities, but it's basically an intimidation tactic and a reiteration of the FACE Act. The FACE Act stands for Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, and it has to do with protecting patients and uh, any clients going in to the facility. So we're already doing all those things though, that we're, we are not trespassing. We are not causing a disruption of the peace. Uh, we are not uh, blocking their access. So the governor just enacted this act and it, it increases the punishment for, on people who do violate that, which we aren't going to do. So we're not worried. Never. Not when the Lord is on our side. Boy, we can do wonderful things no matter the forces that stand against us. Teresa Rusing joining us today. The fall campaign for 40 Days for Life is getting ready to start. It begins, Teresa, on September 27th, runs until November 5th. But there is a kickoff mass and a special event. This is a really important part of the campaign because we set everything before the Lord in mass and the special event. Tell our listeners about it and what they're going to be able to experience at Our Lady of the Lake this year. Yes, we will be, ha- and we're so grateful to the to a priest and the archbishop and the bishop because they often have opened our campaigns with an opening mass, and they they um, are very very aware of the spiritual warfare that's going on at abortion clinics. So the the Mass is for the protection of all. And it will be on September 23rd at 8.30 a.m. at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church. And immediately, and that will be celebrated by uh, Father John Kearns and by Father Paul Rafferty. And immediately after the Mass, there will be an opening rally or event in the parish hall of Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church. And 
We are excited that one of our speakers will be David Jackson. David is a chief executive officer of a data technology company. More importantly, David is a devout Catholic living in Vancouver, Washington, with his wife, Kathy, of 35 years. He experienced a profound conversion after being responsible for three abortions in his past mm. and now helps other men and women on their paths to healing through Rachel's Vineyard retreats. It will be interesting to hear a man's perspective on this issue. So we're really looking forward to hearing him speak. We will also address H- HB 2002, which we already talked about, So, um, and other speakers. Those vigils will be taking place. You are focusing this year's vigil on three very specific days. It's important that we have the most number of people able to attend. Tell our listeners about where they need to go, what days, times, and the important information if they want to join you. It will be on on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays during the 40 days from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. And it will be standing outside the 511 building where Lilith is located on the ninth floor. Lilith is the late-term abortion facility. It's been there for about two years now. And the address is 511 Southwest 10th. It's on the, the building is on the corner of Southwest 10th and Washington with parking on 11th and Yamhill or on the street. And similar to Lovejoy, usually you can park on the street, amazingly, within a block or two of the facility. All right. Good to know. And Teresa, just from your own experience, can you share with our listeners how valuable, how important it is to stand at these vigils? Because lives are changed, that prayer is enough, and that these 40 days for life are so important to saving these precious children. That is so true, Brenda. Um, You know, as Sean Carney states, he's the president and CEO of 40 Days for Life. He goes, because we have, the reason we go is because we have inspiring news to share, even in the wake of civil unrest, the after effects of the pandemic, the political and economical climate, and all the rest. You know, dis- despite all this, 40 Days for Life has the stunning track record since 2007 and through God's grace has closed close to 23,000 lives saved and 251 workers have been left their jobs from the abortion industry and 145 facilities have closed their doors forever. This has resulted from people going where it happens, from praying, fasting, and doing community outreach like this is right now. And that's why we go. And we know, we've said this many times, but we know from Abby Johnson, who was in the industry, that 75% of the time, abortion workers have noticed that their schedule is a Mm no-show when there's people out there, not every time. but So you're standing there really makes a difference because then people see you, uh, they, they decide not to, maybe they're looking for a sign. And so we know it's effective. Plus, at Lilith, 
while we don't see as many clients going in as we did at Lovejoy, we do have a significant number of people passing by because it's located near hotels. It's right across the street from the Rich Carlton. And we are able to hand out a ton of educational information to passers-by. So it's very, very good. You know, it's been through our prayer and activism that the laws were changed at the federal level. We saw the Lovejoy Surge Center close. Now we focus our attention on the Lilith Center. It can be done. We are seeing change right here mm-hmm. in Portland. And I just really appreciate you joining us today. Remind our listeners, Teresa, if somebody wants to join this year, if they've never joined in these 40 days for life before they want to find out information this is the year they want to stand with you where can they find the information and details do they have to sign up or can they just show up during those thursday friday saturday hours you can just show up it really helps us if you if you go online to sign up at 40daysforlife.com forward slash portland and there's an email on there Precious Children of PDX at ProtonMail.com. I'm right there right now. I can see all the information. You give the vigil location uh, on a map. You also have the physical address written down and notes that people need if they are going to be joining you. Teresa, you guys have all thought of everything. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for all that you do for the 40 Days for Life. And we pray and wish for you a wonderful fall vigil. Can I add one more thing? Please because do. Tony, Tony De Silva from the Pius Tenth, Pius the Tenth community wants to tell me that we are going to have a for the third time we will have prayed a pro-life bilingual rosary outside Lilith during the Forty Days for Life campaign. This beautiful rosary is sponsored by the Knights of Columbus at the tenth. And we're so grateful for the night's prayer and financial support that they give precious children of Portland for these 40 Days for Life campaigns. I really want to thank the Knights of Columbus and that rosary. It will be a midterm midterm event on October 14th, Saturday at 10 a.m. Oh, so we hope to see a lot of people there. Absolutely. And yeah, perhaps if you are hesitant a little bit, that'll be a wonderful opportunity for you to join in there where there'll be lots of people praying together. And uh, then it just makes the rest of your time at the vigil all the more easier to be with them. Mm -hmm. Teresa, Mm -hmm. thanks so much again. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk again as the campaign continues and at the end also. Thank you, Brenda. And again, that is Teresa Rusing. So the 40 Days for Life fall campaign kicks off on September 27th, runs until November 5th. The opening mass, September 23rd at Our Lady of the Lake Parish at 8.30 in the morning with that special event following. I will be sure to add information where you can find all of these details, plus the 40 Days for Life Portland webpage, materdayradio.com. You'll also access that podcast and links on the Hail Mary media app.